0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of entertainment rebooted today myself matt and sava will be giving you our predictions for 2023 hara will be reviewing a recent book the mistletoe motive but first i'll be telling you about the long-awaited avatar sequel avatar the way of water clocking in at 3 hours and 12 minutes this sci-fi action film takes us back to the beautiful world of pandora and The lives of Jake, Sully, and Neytiri. We learn that the two have built a family, but impending danger forces the group to adventure to never-before-seen regions of Pandora. I want to start this off by saying that if you've enjoyed the first Avatar movie, you're going to like this movie. The Way of Water looks really incredible. You can tell that a ton of work was put into the visuals, and the beautiful imagery is by far the most impressive part of this film. I originally saw the movie in 3D, but I felt like the 3D effects were not very well integrated into the film, so I would recommend sticking with a 2D ticket if you're considering seeing it in theaters. The plot of The Way of Water had some really interesting ideas, but the movie ended up focusing on the more boring side of things. The pacing felt very rushed, so many major plot points took place in the first 20 minutes, then the next two hours had very few important, actual, like, big moments. Uh, it felt like anything that really caught my interest or anything that raised questions in my mind was kind of glossed over and rushed through but the ending of the movie still managed to drag which brings me to my biggest complaint of all the runtime the movie was three hours and 12 minutes and in my opinion a movie has to be very engaging to warrant a runtime over three hours and this movie was not at all engaging it was pretty but pretty can only go so far you're thinking about bringing your child to this movie just remember it is over three hours and it has a couple of jump scares but i think anyone over the age of like 10 will be fine like i said before if you've enjoyed the first avatar movie you'll love this movie if you're looking for a movie with a little more story then i would recommend you look elsewhere if you do end up watching the movie however tweet at wcip and let us know your thoughts as you may know, 2022 is quickly reaching its end, so myself, Matt, and Sava will be discussing some predictions we think will become reality in the year 2023. Today, I, Logan Buchanan, and joined by Mr. Sava.
1: Oh, welcome, welcome back.
0: It's good to be back. Already, we're already starting. We're, with we're the on a great jumbles. start. Yeah. Wonderful, and Mr.
2: Matt. How we doing, everybody?
0: We're doing great. You guys doing? You guys ready? How, how's your How's your year
1: been? To start us off, it's been an interesting year, to say the least. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of ups, more ups and downs. We'll say, Let's you know.
2: it, it's certainly been 365 <laughs> days for me. It's been a three. It's been a full, full experience.
1: Let's go with that.
0: I, 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 I go. I go with that. I feel like I feel like we're all in the same kind of boat there. But I do. I do like to hear that there's more ups and downs. We started with that because this segment right now, we're going to be giving our 2023 predictions on. All things
1: entertainment. Ooh. So here's here's the thing. I left my tarot cards at home and I'm a horrible fortune
2: teller. Like <laughs> oh. I feel
1: like we should have had a bunch of like fortune cookies just and we just mm. go through a bunch of them. I feel like that would probably be a better prediction than what we're gonna do. If
2: we do that we could get every number has our lucky number Let's one through 99 yes. could be our
1: lucky numbers that's
0: true i'm just saying and we could
2: never lose the lottery if we just bet all of our lucky no, numbers right my mind
0: if one of if one of our predictions comes true i'll be happy i'll be i be just so need one happy. of them yeah that'd be nice so why don't we get started we're gonna go through a couple i'm gonna start with matt give us your first prediction for the year of 2023 my first
2: prediction the one i'm most confident in We have a music renaissance in 2023. And what I mean Mm -hmm. by that, so 2022, a lot of big-name artists put out albums. Uh, Taylor Swift, we did a Midnight's Review episode, go listen to that. Uh, Sorry, Harry Styles put something out. Uh, I'm I'm blanking on who put – Adele put out a new album. Uh, But the common theme of all this has been it's not necessarily some of their best work. Mm. It's just been been pretty good. It's been – It's not these artists' best. But so in 2023, we know Lana Del Rey, Olivia Rodrigo, Sam Smith, Paramore, and a lot more are going to be putting out albums. And Mm -hmm. I think those albums are going to be much better uh, than what
0: 2022 gave us. Interesting. Is there like one particular artist that you're looking forward to most then going to 2023?
2: I really like Paramore. Mm. Uh, The two songs they put out, the news, and this is why, I think those were two really strong starts to that. Uh, and I also seeing them on tour so I might be a little biased there yeah. so
0: <laughs> just a little bit that's just why I'm little. the most
2: excited for paramore
0: well I mean going off of that I think that that's a pretty sound prediction this year for music has been kind of mellow
2: I'll say right like, like we had some big headlines but I mean like uh, what made me think of this was the Taylor Swift episode and our panic episode mm-hmm. and it's like it wasn't these artists best stuff like you know, uh, this past year
1: yeah so what do you think about? I mean, I kind of agree with that. I mean, there could be a sort of renaissance. I mean, the biggest album that stood out for me, or like just album in general, like it started in the summer. Uh, what, like this past summer up here when I got to play Break My Soul, which was mm. a tease for Beyonce's new album. Oh, and I
2: forgot about Renaissance. That was really good. I was about to
1: say, like, oh, you yeah. said Renaissance. I didn't want to interrupt you, and you just, like, left Beyonce. I was like,
2: man, like. Oh, dude, I made a Renaissance pun. I didn't even include yeah. Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> Sorry, Beyonce's album was really good. I want to clarify then, that. <laughs> Queen B, she's still Queen B. So, I mean, but. Y- you guys all get the gist of what I was saying. Ex- no, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Like, I I figured you would. You probably heard it. But then, like, later on when she released the whole album, I was like, this, I think, for me, was the biggest album of the year. But what you said, Matt Paramore, I do agree. That was a really good one. Uh, as for artists that I think are going to make it big, I don't know. But I'm mm-hmm. just excited to see what's going to come in 2023. For sure. I don't have any specific artists that I think are going to make, like, the biggest splash, per yeah. se, you know. Mm-hmm. I
0: love... New artists just shooting
1: to fame. Yes, just just out of
0: nowhere. Those, those are
2: really hard to predict, though. I mean, I just went with like mainstream people mm-hmm. that have confirmed there is going to be something out yeah. this year.
1: I mean, like the big one that I would hope that I can hear more of is uh what's the song that we play here a lot here, here at ZDA? It's like Charlie on a Friday. Mm. I think is mm-hmm. the artist name and it's just like i can't remember what the song exact i'm a horrible dj cuz i can't remember what the song <laughs> is and i played it a lot recently and it's just like it's such a good song mm-hmm. the artist is amazing every single time i hear that song i'm just like i just turn up the radio i'm just like i gotta jam to this song it's yeah. such a good song i hope to hear more from them specifically if i had to pick one artist i'm gonna have to say charlie on a friday interesting interesting mm. well i kind of got to
0: go in a negative sort of way okay i'm All gonna right. stick with music because i got a music prediction right okay but i want to go negative so a little you were like renaissance yeah in my opinion there's gonna be some music drama. There's gonna mm. be some Oh yeah. There's gonna be something oh, is, big, bro. like maybe even bigger than everything that's been going on with Kanye. Some something oh, boy. like Ooh. either artist versus artists or artists versus their fans, or maybe there's like a concert thing. Like I don't wanna bring up oh, all the details, dude, but like maybe, I,
2: ha- I have something that plays into that yeah. right after. So go keep going, it man. It is
0: just like You're playing into me. We really have only had the Kanye drama this year. Music has been like Pretty fine. It's been pretty chill. Pretty chill. Um, besides Adam Levine and uh, Yeah, but uh,
2: everyone kinda forgot about that collectively. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: I I kinda didn't, but at the same time it's just like let's just not I feel like something
0: huge is gonna happen to where everyone is just gonna like be taken back and be like, We're
2: watching are we watching A TV show right now? Is this real? Do you want to know what I think that moment's going to be? Oh, I'm I'm very intrigued. You played right into this. You didn't even know it. So it's projected. I think Forbes reported Taylor Swift is projected to become a billionaire after the Eras tour, and I think after the Eras tour, when it's announced she does become a billionaire, I think there's going to be like a soft launch to cancel Taylor Swift. Because like all the chronically online people hate billionaires. Oh, and oh, of you. course, oh, after man. Taylor Swift becomes a billionaire, it's like you've become the very thing we've sought yes. to destroy. Oh, <laughs> oh. And so it's going to feast upon itself and then you know, I don't know going off that. I this is just a prediction oh, but, then no, go, yeah, yeah. but then going off like all this canceling drama, I think we're gonna see a bunch of antitrust laws in the music industry and with wow, ticket yeah. providers. I think that's all gonna spill in. that's, that that's my super hot. Super hot take for this year. I
1: hate that. Like, if I were to, like, like, close my eyes for, like, 10 seconds, I could almost actually imagine that. I don't I think, like, that, like how I can, sorry, like. I think
2: her tour is probably going to end, oh, end of August. And it's, like, you know, October rolls around. It's, like, Taylor Swift becomes the latest musician billionaire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm. oh,
0: man, just that would be a complete 180 from all the Taylor stands in when she released the Midnight album.
2: It's the match of the chronically online people. Oh, it's the chronically goodness. online Swifties versus oh, the chronically online anti-billionaires.
0: Well, I I well, can see it happening.
1: Well, we're going to see because
0: it I mean, doesn't
2: sound crazy to say it out loud. I don't think it's like that likely, but it's plausible. It's, so possible.
1: it's something that's like not out of the realm of like w- Uh, plausibility. Yes, yeah. I will say, like, you mentioned Taylor Swift. Well, we're going to see because you mentioned Taylor Swift and her album or, like, her uh, tour Mm -hmm. starts March the 24th, 2023, all the way out in Vegas and then, like, just goes through March and then April and just, like, keeps going for a while. So... We'll see, like if no, it no, happens. No, it's, it's going after to be it's
2: tour. going to be after her tour, obviously, yeah. because yeah, you're not going to cancel someone that you just like trying to like no, 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 spend all gonna. that money on mm-hmm. to go see.
1: Well, exactly, but it's just like we're gonna see like. If anything manifests or happens starting in March uh, during the tour, Ooh, we're, we're going to see. Be there. gonna be I, I Maybe just, something happens during the tour. I don't know we if don't there's going
2: to be much drama during the tour. I really think it's going to be like afterwards, and when like mm. all the revenue starts to trickle in, and it's like, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. she's all she's a billionaire, like right on the doorstep of being a billionaire. I think that's when we get some massive Taylor Swift because she's almost too famous right yes. now. She's almost too famous.
0: That is a really good prediction, Matt. Me and you have both given a prediction. So, Sava, give us your first prediction. Okay, well, sticking all
1: right, sticking with the musical theme, uh, because I had like a movie kind of prediction, but we'll go with the music theme mm. first. Uh, my musical like prediction is that Rihanna, who has been announced and slated to you know perform in the twenty twenty three Super Bowl.
2: Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. I'm excited yeah, for that.
1: I'm excited too. Uh, I am making the bold prediction that her halftime Super Bowl performance will have will be bigger in terms of audience size and just overall, like, enjoyment than last year's. Now, keep in mind, last year's Ooh, was Snoop Dogg, that was very Eminem, good. Mary J. Blige, uh, 50 Cent, I believe, Kendrick. showed up, Kendrick Lamar. Why yeah. do I
2: feel like they covered a Tupac song during that, too? Did they cover California Love? <laughs> yes. I think yes, they did. yes. Okay. Yeah, that was a really good halftime show. It was a show. really
1: good halftime show, and that's why I'm like, it's – crazy for me to say but it's just like we have never really seen hip-hop r&b rap like make a super bowl like perform like uh appearance excuse me well, but it's like yeah like but that kind of music has always been tied with like sports like yeah. not only the nfl but like, yeah NBA yeah. and all these other sports and athletes love it and always like listen yeah. to it and promote it or whatever so it's not out of the realm of possibility for me to have a superstar like rihanna do the uh, super bowl performance in 2023 and just completely like dominate the scene now is it gonna
2: tamper. be like Beyonce's, where it takes up so much energy it literally shuts power off in the stadium mm, for 45 see, minutes I,
1: I don't know about that i think uh, they might be better on like yeah side of things But they'll
2: have a better uh electrical grid than new orleans <laughs> did in 2012
1: <laughs> yeah uh new they need to fix that still probably yeah uh, but yeah, that is my like musical prediction. Like, just Rihanna is going to completely reem, like, she will not reemerge per se, but she's going to just like,
2: oh, make a scene. Oh, yeah, she's gonna
1: make a scene. Oh, it's, and gonna, it's gonna be a performance. I'm yes. so excited for this. I'm now. excited for it, and I almost kind of wanted to ask, like, what was your guys? Do you think it's gonna be better than last year's? Or and or do you have a favorite like halftime performance off the top of your head? If not, it's totally oh. cool. I mean, often, I think
2: last year's was really good. I'm trying to think of them off the top of my head for s- Katy Perry because the Left Shark's always going to stand I was out. I just about that that. I don't <laughs> remember if that was good. I remember J Lo and Shakira's was really controversial. I re- I really st- like starting to blank on all of them, so I apologize for that. Oh no, but. you're good,
0: man. You know, I I actually was going to bring up J Lo and Shakira because the controversy around that I didn't mind. I actually enjoyed the show. It was and
1: a decent show. Yeah, the only show. In recent history, at least off the top of my head, that I was not a fan of, mm-hmm. I would have to say, and I'm probably going to get some hate for it, uh, was Madonna, and I believe that was about 2010. I want to mm-hmm. say, okay, just like I mean, I like Madonna; she's not yeah, the worst, yeah. but it was just like the overall performance. I just wasn't the big biggest fan of. But if we wanted to take into account, you know, recent news and controversy, then it would be Maroon Five. Oh man, okay. so. yeah. yeah, I think yeah. my
0: favorite. Over the last like maybe ten years was Bruno's. I that think it was 2014. Very good. Oh, do you remember ish? the remember so, the yes.
2: weekend and his mirror man? Yeah, that was. Yeah. I was just gonna bring yep. that up. That, that was w- okay. That was that actually was
0: pretty good. Right before that was two years ago. It was the one right before yeah. the uh big one yes. this year. Yeah. So
2: I, this, that's how he did a COVID safe performance. He did the okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Man, that is
0: insane. I I don't know. I I don't know. It's a really
1: hard prediction to make. It's hard to predict. It's yes. hard to like just say it and be like, yeah, like but like. I'll say it again. Rihanna best like is going to take number one Super Bowl halftime in 2023. That's
0: my
2: prediction.
1: I mean, I can't even argue with that because
0: it's again, I think all of our predictions so far have been very like plausible, (laughs) plausible, like. I could, I can close like you said. I can close my eyes and it's, it's right there. It, yeah. can, you you can almost it. like reach out and just be like, oh, it's right there. I, yeah. can,
1: I can, I can feel it. Yeah.
0: Well, that does it for the first round of picks. If you want to hear more, check out the podcast version. Yes. Little plug, plug. Little cheap plug. Little cheap oh, plug. Yeah. Matt, you're, you're looking at me. You're I looking am. at me. You got another prediction.
2: I've got one more music one that did oh. not make, oh. Did not make the radio cut. I think we're going to be teased into. Thinking One Direction will have a reunion oh, at the end it. of I've, this
1: year. I've talked about this on the air. It's so, been teased so much.
2: So I think it's going to be a fake One Direction reunion. A so fake. their album Midnight Memories turns ten years old mm. in November. So what I think they're all going to do is like all the former members are going to put some weird cryptic Instagram post on their story like the end of the summer, and everyone's going to be connecting the dots, and all of a sudden. They're not going to get back together. They're just going to release, like, a deluxe version or, Mm. like, a live album of Midnight Memories. Mm -hmm. And all the One Direction people are going to kill Simon Cowell out of rage. (laughs) I mean,
0: I don't personally want to see it, but I think it is plausible looking at, you know, the Jonas Brothers reunited.
2: Well, oh, I'm not predicting a reunion. I'm predicting a fake reunion to sell a live oh, album of a ten-year-old. No, this is a fake reunion. They're not getting back together. They're going to trick everyone into thinking they are, mm. and then re-release a deluxe version or a live version of Midnight's uh, Midnight Memories. That's evil, isn't yeah,
0: it? That's that, so evil. That might like ruin Harry Styles. Like aura,
2: but it'll oh. make it'll make Louis Toblin relevant again, and Liam Payne <laughs> relevant again.
1: True, and Zane relevant again. Are yeah. I mean, hold haven't they been on hiatus hi- 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 since like twenty fifteen?
0: Twenty
2: fifteen was their last album, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't remember when
0: they last toured. Uh, it was probably in twenty sixteen or something. No, I like don't. That. I
2: don't think they toured after their last album because it was after Zayn left already. I think mm. their last tour was after f- their album called Four.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think so. So. I don't really care. I mean, if it happens, it, it happens.
2: It'll, it it'll get it'll get every basic girl going. It'll get every, every twenty-four year old, every every fourteen <laughs> to twenty, to every fourteen to twenty-six year like, old will just be going hey, absolutely crazy. Hey. Oh
1: well, okay, yeah, you guys are in that range too. Okay,
0: no, yeah. Fine. Well, <laughs> I was saying like I was saying like the twenty-four year old uh, girls because they would have been like eighteen or seventeen when they left yeah, that, yeah like 2011
2: that. wasn't there their first album so i mean if you were around the age of like 10 if you're like <laughs> 7 to like 15 in yeah that range yeah that's to, about a good range. yeah so i think yeah
0: that's, that's very plausible i mean i don't really care to see it but if it happens it happens and maybe harry styles will stop getting all the praise that he doesn't deserve oh, yeah
2: yeah ah, fair enough but
1: you know they're going to constantly just praise him. Even if it doesn't happen, even, let's let's just say, like, yeah. that it does end up being what Matt predicted. Like, it's just like an entire sham. They just remake the song, like, a live release of the song or a live performance of the song or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that, that they're just going to be like, oh, Harry Styles, you're, awesome. you're so awesome. And all that. Just continue to get, feed him the praise no matter what. For sure. Well, it, yeah.
0: Sava, I mean... We talked about your first prediction. Do you, you don't have any music predictions anymore. No, there's no more music predictions. I mean, I could make another one, but, <laughs> but, but I, I, I don't think it would I be know, something great. I know you're kind of the uh, the gamer guy up here. I don't want to put that title on you. But you got any uh, game predictions?
1: I, <clears throat> I will gladly take that title. Um, <laughs> well, I do kind of have a gaming prediction, but it's not exactly with gaming itself. Mm, okay. So, as you all know, uh, well, if you don't know, you've been living under a rock. Uh, there is a Mario Brothers film that is mm. slated to release. With Chris Pratt, in, right? With Chris <laughs> yeah. Pratt. Yeah. I am going to try to avoid talking about that and my gripes with it and my hopes for the film. But the film is slated to release in April of 2023. And it is my prediction. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh oh. Despite me not wanting to admit it, I think that the Super Mario Brothers film will be the biggest grossing animated film of the year. Wow. Mm. And possibly also possibly depending the biggest film selling like of the year. And you could take that as either wow. sales or just like audience. Okay. Because yeah. here's the thing. You have Chris Pratt voicing Mario and every, like despite my gripes about it, yeah. people love Chris Pratt for whatever reason mm. and are possibly going to see the film just because it's Chris Pratt. Then you have all the children audience it's Nintendo. Mm. The animation quality is honestly oh, it's it really is good. It's gonna be good. Oh, amazing. It looks amazing. Like, d- if you have not seen the trailers of like how Mario looks, how Bowser looks. looks like, it looks Bowser very, the very pe- good. The Bowser and the the Bowser and the Penguin mm-hmm. trailer. Oh ma- Mama Mia.
2: I hate that I agree with you. <laughs> it's just I, d- I don't want to like this Chris Pratt movie. I, I don't really wanna- don't want to like this, but
1: I think I will. I don't want to like it either. But it's just, like, all we have is just, like, the trailer and the snippet of him talking. So it's, mm-hmm. like, the, maybe the more I hear him talk when the movie actually comes out or, like, when they reveal more, like, a longer segment of, like, Mario slash Chris Pratt talking, I'll actually like it more. But as of right now, it's like, despite me not being a fan of The Voice, and like I said, I'm not going to talk about it, okay. I think the film is going to be a huge, huge box office success, despite... Everyone's gripes with it, for sure, I mean okay. I
0: think that's that's a given it's gonna be a big box office success. I don't really know what other animated movies are coming out next year, yeah, I, um, I know a lot
2: more like the like just live action with yeah. like actors and stuff, yeah,
0: I know you got I mean obviously you have Marvel movies, yeah, um, which are don't forget the Barbie movie. I'm uh, actually a little excited about and it it's and, live action. Action. and the
2: famous cocaine bear, <laughs> oh.
1: That's, uh, no moving <laughs> along no <laughs> moving um, along okay. from that Oh, real fast like this bes- like animated wise i don't know if this would count as animated but like i typed in the you know, animated movies of 2023 mm-hmm. and like for whatever reason the little mermaid which is going to be live action but yeah. that popped up that's then you they have... might
2: have like the fish be animated maybe? or maybe yeah oh cgi know. doesn't yeah. count as
1: animation that um, okay but like that that showed up i'm just so i'm just saying you yeah Trolls three. That's a, that's a big. That's oh, that's a awesome. Big...
0: I don't know about that. Why are you? Are you were. You were so excited about this. I was. I like trolls. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm not okay. against okay. it. I mean, you know, I love me some JT
1: and yeah. Kendrick. Interesting. Uh, a film called Elemental. Okay. I've heard of it. This one I'm actually excited for. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Ooh. Mutant Mayhem. Ooh. I think this one could give Mario Brothers a run a for run money. money, I think it could possibly happen. Interesting. And then, I don't know why this is in here again. I don't know if it's live action or not. Peter Pan and Wendy... By, from Disney. I don't know if that's live action or animated. I, I have thought no I just idea. saw something on Disney Plus and it was live action.
0: It Maybe might be live Tinkerbell
2: Bell, CGI or something.
0: Again. CGI is not animation. Maybe
2: that's how they're defining <laughs> it Logan. I, I would agree. pound
0: this desk but I don't want to
1: make loud noises.
0: I
2: agree with you, but like at the same time that might not be Google's definition. And then for whatever movie. reason
1: it says Untitled Disney Animation Film for 2023. So hey, uh, Untitled Disney untitled. film. I'm Ooh. with it. Untitled Blake oh. Mystery. Cars 4.
2: No. Toy Story Story 5 no listen Finding you, Nemo 3 hey, I'd be down for that one <laughs> uh, El, you, you know Ella did. Like, I can be back in voice Story again it's like no No, please no uh, oh,
1: but yeah man. but yeah besides like Mario film being like to sum up the, the prediction and whatnot, mm-hmm. Mario Brothers film being the biggest selling animated film and possibly the best film possibly Okay. And then also, like, maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles giving it a run for its money. But mm-hmm. that's my prediction for. Yeah, I think when it comes to the animated side of it, definitely
0: that's, like, number one. If something comes out, maybe number two. Live action, though, I think it's got some competition. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, we'll, I mean,
1: we'll see what happens. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's definitely gonna make bank at the box office.
1: It most certainly <laughs> will make money. Nintendo's gonna be happy about it, and they're gonna be like, maybe we can make a Lost World sequel or something. It's or like, maybe we uh, can make a Smash Bros. Ooh. movie. Oh, the copyright law. How, and everything how many with times do you think they
2: advertise their own games within that movie? How oh, dude, there's you-
1: gonna be so many references. Like, it's if it was gonna be like, hey, like eat a snack or something every time you see a reference, you, mm. you would just. Oh sugar high <laughs> the entire time you're watching that film. for sure okay you go through so much popcorn oh i go through so much popcorn even if it's just the trailers oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you show up you just like oh yeah the preview's okay and you're like already like halfway through the big bucket of popcorn mm-hmm.
0: yep well
2: okay so, all 1800 calories of that oh baby that extra goodness. butter so
0: i made my next prediction okay and it may just be recency biased just because the game awards just happened right mm-hmm. okay and then I started thinking about other awards Ooh. and other shows. I think that the award shows this year will have controversial decisions and will be very decisive. Ooh. Way more than just regular okay. God of War should have won over Elden Ring. Is this just like for the game awards itself or this is this is for all, all awards award shows? Ooh. Okay, I got you. Like got you. I'm right. talking you there mean, may be a Chris there may be a Chris Rock Will Smith moment. Oh, okay. But with
2: like the actual like selection of that, not necessarily a physical alter- altercation. There, yeah, there's okay, going to okay. be
0: there's going to be something where like mm. Super Mario is going ge- to get beaten by some untitled Disney movie. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Imagine if like What
2: if that's what like, it goes with? It's just untitled Disney movie and it's about stick figures <laughs> trying yeah <to> be animated <laughs> no. Oh, it's a Forky spin-off movie. Forky. Oh, no. But something's going
0: to happen where like a film's the, gonna get snubbed over someone else. Yeah, or you'll have the best album, and they're gonna give it to Drake or Adele Oof. or someone who yeah. may not have even released an album that year.
1: Could you imagine? Uh, I can't remember what year it was. Could you? Uh, what year was it where Kanye came up on stage? Oh no, it was oh, when Taylor 2009? Swift. 2008. 2008 yes, 2008. 2008. 2008. Yes, was 2008. Okay. yes. Taylor Swift was like was about to accept her award, I'm and a, then like Kanye comes. Quick. Up, quick. I'm gonna stop you real quick. Beyonce had a fire album, and she's just sitting there like. What? Like, why yeah. are you saying this? You're, Something's you're, you're gonna happen cool. this
0: year. Something whether like it's the GMAs, whether it's MAs. the Oscars, the Emmys, heck, the Tonys—something's gonna happen to oh, the musical God. awards. Oh
2: gosh, dude, you don't want theater kids getting mad. That is a <laughs> no, That is know. a death
1: wish. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're a Denny's worker. Like, oh, <laughs> I feel like if something happens with the Tonys, we're gonna hear it from uh, Natalie. She is more into it. Oh, I'll be, that, in, I
2: I I'll be in check with that too. L- l- I feel like to a, you, you to two, a less degree than Natalie would, I was. But say, I, yes. just gotta,
0: I just gotta look at Neil Patrick Harris's tweets to see what happens. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> He but is the
2: toadies. So, oh, something's
0: going to happen I can where see it. it's like big controversy. Big controversy. Either a pick was wrong.
2: Cocaine Bear wins the Oscar for <laughs> Best Picture. S-
0: someone was snubbed <laughs> or, like, maybe there is another Chris Rock. Maybe Chris Rock gets his revenge. He waited, <laughs> he waited to get his I revenge. I waited a whole
1: year for this.
0: But that's my prediction for the award shows. And maybe it is recency bias because I was a God of War fan and Elden Ring one. Maybe it's a little recency bias with that award. Fair enough. But Matt, let me hear another pick. Another
2: prediction? I have have one that's somewhat related to the uh, movie business. Okay. I think this is the beginning of the decline of superhero movies. And I'm speaking from personal experience alone.
1: This is going to hurt. When
2: people ask me, hey, do you want to go see this Marvel movie? And I'm like, are there any movies I should watch before this? And then they send me 17 of them. Mm. I can't really go just enjoy a one-off film because I'm missing the entire part of the story. I think this is going to be the decline. This is the beginning of the decline of these intertwined universe is, and I think we're going to go back to like a 1980s, 90s, a lot more just one-off superhero movies, Or you don't necessarily need an entire background in the MCU or DC universe to understand them.
1: I think I fully am behind and agree on this, and I think we're kind of partially there, because I'll be straight honest, uh, the last superhero movie I went out to the theaters and watched, that like, you could class as a superhero movie was i want to say it was the first iteration of suicide Squad? So logan you and me talked 2016. about this yes 2016 yeah. you and me talked about this off the air uh it was that one that was the last one i went in theaters and saw but the last one that i saw that i enjoyed was i think it was honestly probably deadpool was the last 2016. like 2016 yeah. yeah that was the last like actual superhero like "Quote unquote" superhero movie. Yeah, like, yeah for a while that it was it was
2: really cool that they were all intertwined with each other. They but were. like after 2019, it just spiraled so much out of control, I, and now one movie turns into eight. I mean, if it's if it was like a trilogy, that'd be really cool. But it's, it's getting excessive. It's like you have to do so much homework and
1: research to enjoy the story behind it, and it's just like yeah. I like Avengers End like the yeah, End Game like, Infinity War is like I just like fell off after. I forget which you one know, maybe, I didn't watch. Maybe either. it's like maybe it's it.
2: my fault for not keeping up with the MCU as well as I should or as much as like my friends or relatives would like me to, but at the same time like I don't have time to watch, you know, seven movies. Is that a generous no- is that an accurate number?
1: I, I think that's like more or less accurate. Like, okay, like I, I wouldn't I think have it's close. Like,
2: I wouldn't have time to go like find time to watch 14 to 16 hours worth of cinema just to go see a movie with you and like comprehend what was happening fully. Hmm. Right. Well,
0: I kinda I'm 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 a, I'm a little on the other side of this. Yeah, you were looking at me like, oh no. You're like, we're crazy. Well, my headphones just almost fell out of the, oh, that <laughs> of the jack. That was interesting. My my take on it is I'm also a comic book fan. Yeah. Actually Ooh. reading comic books. And so there's at some points where I'm reading something and I'm like, wait a minute. What what happened? And I have right. to look at what happened. Maybe not 10 years ago, Uh but a couple years ago, that I haven't, I'd never read or watched.
2: Okay. And
0: when it comes to superheroes, I think the MCU needs to change to that sort of format and relate it more how the comics do, where there's subtle, like more single stories that can be processed in themselves. Yeah, I think a lot
2: just standalone superhero movies yeah
0: and i think we may actually be getting near that because right now in the in the mcu is multiversal stuff yeah where there's a lot more chances for either soft reboots complete reboots completely different universes where you don't need to know as much and personally i really enjoy that because when i was first getting into dc comics i had no clue what was going on with most of the storylines right and then uh, I believe it was Flashpoint was when I was reading it. Completely rebooted the series to the new 52. Okay. Mm. And new, completely different. Not completely different, but storyline wise. Right. R- it refreshed everything. It got me more enthusiastic to actually follow what was happening. And I also think that, it, and I'm not, I'm not dogging on you, Matt. Oh, you're I'm good. Not. <laughs> but I think it's really easy to before going out to one of those movies, just do a quick YouTube search. Just. Do a quick, like, 20, 30-minute video at max to find out what's happened.
2: No, I understand that completely. But, like, I just – I don't think it's fair to just have – like, you need a prerequisite to just go (laughs) enjoy. Just like, hey, Friday night, do you want to go see the new Avengers or Mm -hmm. something? And it's like, hey, watch this video so you know what's happening.
0: Yeah. No, that is reasonable. Yeah. And I think – They just need to They they don't need to completely die off Obviously. No I
2: don't think that It'd be cool to have some stuff Intertwined with each other I just don't think It should I don't think you should gatekeep Your newest film Yeah To where Oh you need to go back And watch these other eight Before you can fully appreciate this
0: And you know who did it really well And doesn't get the credit Who Star Wars A Force Awakened Okay Because Yeah That movie Explained everything it needed to It didn't Completely forget what happened. It was like, oh my gosh. You're Han Solo. You're important.
2: Yeah, it was just like a Spark notes version.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't like Han Solo showed up and new people are like, who's, who's this, this guy? dude? Yeah. yeah. It was Harrison Ford? Yeah, he was Indiana Jones, I think. Yeah. Who is he? <laughs> but if you were first watching, if your first exposure to Star Wars was uh, The Force Awakens... It explained enough to where you understood what was happening, and right. you're intrigued to go back and watch.
1: Exactly. I guess it's a good
0: point. Yeah. So I think the Marvel movies and DC's doing it right now with James Gunn. Yeah. Is just taking a step back, look at what works, look at what
1: really doesn't work, and just reassess. I hope we're wrong. I hope that like this prediction it, that we're wrong that like the, these kind of films don't die out because it's well, like. Well,
2: I, I think I didn't say die. Oh, said, not die. Out, they're, it's, they're, it's, a a, decline, it's a decline of yes. them. So like, well,
1: yeah. Let's. I hope that we don't to put it in proper words, that I hope we don't see this decline. Because these superhero movies are cool, and I am excited for some of them. But it's just like like you said, it's just If you
2: can find ways to, like, all of a sudden, like, let's use the Avengers series, Mm -hmm. but the next one, you say, say you set a release date for 2026, but Mm -hmm. you're going to make three standalone movies that will somehow relate and tie back into the new Avengers in 2026, between Mm -hmm. now and then. If you can draw in a new audience and just find ways to do that, that'd be cool, but at the same time, like... You have to go back. I've I've said this before. The I can't go back and just watch all these pre to yeah. appreciate and this movie. I mean, it's
0: also different because no other franchise in history has had as many films over as long of a period. Exactly. It's
3: you.
0: You have a franchise that is twenty three films over twelve years. Okay, not twenty three films over twelve
1: years. Like I, when you said long films or like a series of films. I was like Harry Potter, but I'm like that didn't go as long but that's like the only other parallel that I could but at this,
2: but with, that's different with Harry though. Potter is totally you also different. you also had the books to catch like, and to yeah, catch and yourself was, up with
0: right it, really Harry Potter is also one continuous story yeah and True. you could say yeah. the same thing about Marvel but you also have movies that have a completely different cast with completely True. different storylines like the Captain America Civil War nothing like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 uh, but yeah but right. it's in like the quote unquote yeah. same universe yeah but yeah. Harry Potter uh Prisoner of Azkaban, you can follow that up until Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it makes sense. I think it's just like I thought of uh, Harry Potter because it was just like a franchise where it's just like I could easily pick up, like, if I read the book or watched the movie, it, it, like, either I read the like the first book, then uh, watch the second film. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some details in the book that were left out of the film or vice versa. They changed some slight things, but yeah, you'd have the... I can keep up with yeah, it. yeah. And there's not this entire – Huge load of like Matt said prereqs that yes. I need to do. That's I just I think if they could do something like that, like obviously not to the same style mm-hmm. or effect, because Harry Potter had like the same characters and cast and like didn't evolve or right. like, change a ton of characters. But if they could do something like that, where it just like neatly ties it one after another, I think they, I think I would not feel as like of like not wanting to like go see these movies yeah,
0: And I mean that. That's understandable, and I'm going to actually bring it to my final prediction because I wasn't expecting anyone to bring up Marvel, <laughs> but I have a Marvel prediction. Oh, no, go ahead, man. Is the complete other side. I think <laughs> fans will start coming back to Marvel because mm-hmm. what I noticed that doesn't really have that kind of happens, but not a whole lot with the movies. That happens a lot with the comics. People follow a certain hero's story rather than the entire – Marvel cinematic or Marvel right. comic story. Yeah. So you may have someone who we'll say loves Deadpool. Well yeah. Deadpool's not in every comic with Captain America. Oh. So if Deadpool's not in the newest Captain America movie, you don't have to go watch that.
2: Right. But mm-hmm. if you
0: go watch all the Deadpool movies and then you go watch uh the next Avengers and he's in it. You're enjoying yourself. You're that, having a good time. Like,
2: st- like stuff like Deadpool. Like that's what I was trying to like bring up mm-hmm. like earlier, where it's like you make standalone films that can tie into that to try to draw in a new audience. Yes,
0: but. and I think that's where fans are going to start coming back to it because they're going to latch on, uh, like, to, like specific heroes and characters. Yeah, yeah. Because okay, very rarely now, especially I used to do it. Like when um, Civil War came out, when Infinity War came out, and Endgame, I watched the entire MCU up until the release date mm-hmm. now i find myself more going back and watching the first iron man then iron man 2 then the avengers then iron man 3 and then following his story i see line. what you do okay ah. i see and i think fans are going to start doing that more and start going back to marvel because i will say it's not been the best over the last year it's yeah. had really high highs but, but very really lows. low lows yeah and i think it's going to start mellowing out to decent or great and that starts with Ant-Man, Quantumania, oh which I'm so excited I'm, about.
1: I'm hoping that that film just does really well. I'm just fingers crossed. Like, just yeah, please. But also at the same time, like I know there's a TV show of it, but just like show my boy Daredevil some love, please. <laughs> All, All right, right. that that's a, that just put yeah, put him in anything, and and you got me, and see, like. If you were just to follow
0: Daredevil's thing, you can watch the Netflix show. Exactly. Maybe yeah. watch No Way Home if you want to see that one little clip of him. Which I'm really sad that Charlie Cox Cox's uh, audience didn't Ooh. like cheer for him like I did because I was out of my seat jumping ha- up and down. I'm I haven't seen it, so but oh it's
1: yeah no, yeah yeah. I mean it's just a small little no yeah little I know. thing. I've, but, I've I've told that there's some sort of cameo, but it's like I have no idea what it is yes, because I'm so far not, behind. I me, will not I, get, I will oof. not digress
0: into that. No, you're good. Um, you're good. but then you watch the new show and then you're like oh, I saw Daredevil in the trailer for Avengers Kang Dynasty. I'm going to go watch that movie to see Daredevil. That's what a lot of fans do because they follow the Hulk storyline and then they see a big team up with the Hulk and they're like, well, I want to go read that because exactly. I like the Hulk. I think that's where fans are going to start going towards. I think I, get, I can agree with that. Okay. yeah, That's something but, that's interesting. Sava, give us your final prediction for 2023. Make it a good
1: one. Make it a good one. Uh, I mean, good in terms of taste or good as in, like, unique? Because this is going to be... A hot take. What, what you, Whatever of, you what can what do you want? Say
2: it with your chest. What Whatever you, you can you say with your chest. Okay, well, say, I can give a hype.
1: Okay, well, this is gonna kinda tie back around to your comment, Logan, about um, the Game Awards. Oh, okay. Um, so the Game Awards happened recently for those who are who are not into gaming culture or whatnot. Basically it is a giant award show for every single game released under the sun for the year. Like best music, best game overall, uh, Best music, cinematography, storytelling—you name it. There's probably an award for it. Um, and some of the games that are coming out in 2023 are stacked. And I'm not going to cover all of them, and I'm not going to really talk about them really. But there are three games that I am highlighting for specific reasons—actually, possibly four—but we'll get there. But the three games I really want to highlight are The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Tears of the Kingdom, excuse me, Resident Evil 4 Remake. And then Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, all three of these games are going to be nominated, and/or one of them will possibly win Best Game of 2023 from the Game Awards. And then if you want to throw a, a, let's say like a dark horse in there, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 16. Wow! No, no Spider Man. No Spider Man. No, no. Sp- no Last of Us remastered for PC, no Genshin Impact, no Sonic Frontiers. I'm disappointed that it No doesn't. Jedi No Survivor. no Jedi Fallen Order, no Call of Duty, no none of that. Oof. I don't know if I can get behind No Jedi Survivor or no Spider-Man. Here's <coughs> Pardon me. This is why I said it's a hot take cuz here's, here's the thing for me. How many times can you play through? And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. I can already tell it's coming. How many times can you play through a Spider-Man game and you're like, I'm on my fifth replay? Okay, all right, at well, least you're... Five. <laughs> at least five. At least five. At least five. I'm outnumbered here. But like, my point I'm trying to make is like, I played Spider-Man and mm-hmm. I enjoyed my time with it. But like, once I kind of beat it, I kind of already did like almost 100 of the stuff in there, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't really need to play it again or whatever. Versus something like Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild, and then even, like, Final Fantasy Remake, I soaked, like, easily double, triple my time versus Spider-Man. Now, that mm-hmm. might just me be, be a me thing. This is totally, like, my personal bias, probably, and I'd fully admit that. But I'm just saying, like, there's just something about Breath of the Wild when it initially released, and something about Final Fantasy Seven Remake. It could be either the looks, the crowd funding or not the crowdfunding, the, the crowd reception, mm-hmm. just... There's just something about these games that just like screams that it has game of the year like written all over it. And that's not to discredit Spider Man, but I'm just, this is just my crazy, wacky prediction. Ooh. Matt, Matt, I need your opinion.
2: I'm not much of a gamer, man, but like that seemed, that seemed pretty controversial even with my like just modest knowledge (laughs) of just the video game world. That was a hot take. I'm just, I'm
0: just saying. Final Fantasy is almost always a shoe in for Game of the Year. Right. It's a great
1: series with I'm um, like maybe one miss, two, I think. If you want to count the botched initial release of fourteen, yeah. then yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean good reception still overall. Good. It is a well liked series.
0: But Over you know, Spider Man, you just can't ooh. I oh the thing is, with me personally, Zelda. The Legend of Zelda was never, like, that game. I object. (laughs) And when it comes to Game of the Year, I look at a game that I not only can play, like, five times like Spider-Man, but not even just five times. A game that I can play over time, a game that I get lost in, and maybe that is Zelda for you, as you said, but also a deep story. And when I think of story, I think of Survivor. I think of the Spider-Man game. I just... There's just too many oppositions this year.
1: It's it's just Ooh. a tough crowd, and it's just like that's why it's like I said this is gonna be a hot take. It's like I could see Spider Man up there, but it's just, I if I had to pick those like the three, those are the three I gotta have to pick because it's just like there it's just like there's way too much hype behind the uh, the new Legend of Zelda game that is coming out in 2023, uh, and then you also have uh, Resident Evil Four remake, remake which yeah. if Resident Evil Two remake. And is anything to go off of? I mean, yeah. Resident Evil Three like remake was good too. It yeah. wasn't as good as two. That's. But two was you got to admit two the like Resident Evil Two remake was just chef's kiss. That's why I didn't bring up Resident Evil because that is just a solid franchise. It's with a solid. So- I know. It, I know. It's like it's hard to beat. And some people might be like, "Oh, but like Re Four was kind of eh. it's just like really like you're gonna yeah. go against that yeah. like Leon? Come on. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a bit of hot take, but. That's
0: what we're here for. Yeah. We're here for hot takes. We're here for predictions. Exactly. That will do it. That is our predictions. I think we've all had three each, maybe four, Matt, because yeah. you kind of jumped in a little bit with music. Yeah. I think three. Yeah, but, but, I, but I've
2: got a bunch of wild cards, but if you want to cut me off. We can probably keep going.
0: Oh, we can predict everything under the sun, but we are on a time strict.
1: We are on a time limit. So I got uh, I got one last prediction.
0: Oh
2: Ooh,
1: I got one. This is going to be a crazy prediction. You want to know what I'm going to predict? What? What? All right. Well, okay, it's like a two-parter. Okay. One is that Entertainment Rebooted is going to be the audience's favorite podcast. Mm. And number two is that I'm going to predict that if they're listening to the radio segment, they're going to listen to the podcast segment right after this, where they can hear everything else. You know, that is probably I... the coldest take you've
0: ever done. Oh, okay. Whoa, I'm not I'm just, hot I'm at all. Gonna, not hot I'm just going to
1: get out of here, you know. Okay. Wow. That that's wow. just a given. That's just a given. It,
0: it, Everyone listens to but that's why that. I
2: predicted that's, it because it's so easy. That's like to, uh, no. That's like
0: saying the sun will shine. It's like the like moon it was, will be up at the night. The sky
2: will be blue. The
0: grass is green. The Ohio weather. Snowing.
2: The Ohio weather will be weird.
1: Yeah, the Akron Zips may or may not win. <sighs> Let's stop. I, I'm sorry. Well, you would I'm, ru- I'm ruining it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we'll have to see what happens and report back next year. Now switching over to our final segment, Hara will be telling us about the novel, The Mistletoe Motive.
3: Hey guys, this is Hara with Entertainment Rebooted with a new book review segment. In lieu of the holiday season, I chose to review The Mistletoe Motive by Chloe Leese. This is a holiday novella that follows the story of Gabriella De Natale and Jonathan Frost. The two characters work for an independently owned bookstore named Bailey's Bookshop. When it seems like Bailey's bookshop is coming to its end due to a competing chain bookstore that recently moved into the neighborhood, rather than band together, Gabrielle and Jonathan strike up a competition to see who gets more sales before they close for the holidays. The loser will have to leave Bailey's bookshop and find a job elsewhere. As the book goes on, the characters begin to learn more about each other and find that they have more in common than they thought before. This is an owns voices book, as it contains an autistic character written by an autistic author. If you like The Hating Game or You've Got Mail, make sure to check out The Mistletoe Motive by Chloe Leas. And to go more in depth on my thoughts of the book, I appreciated the honesty and the depth of the book itself, and how, although short, it did hit a lot of deeper topics. The main character, Gabriella Dinantel, is an autistic who tries to fit into the status quo when it comes to her job and tries to play a role in society itself and has very little um, people in her life that she feels comfortable dropping the masks that she's worn and being her authentic self. Meanwhile, the lead character, Jonathan Frost, is a type one diabetic who although it's very different from Gabrielle, um, still faces difficulties in maintaining a quote-unquote normal life in society. And it's great how at first the two characters don't really like each other despite having worked together for a year. There's been a distaste almost for one another as they weren't able to understand each other and they weren't able to come forth about their differences and how um the things they suffer with challenge them on a day-to-day basis and cause the cause these differences between them and for the year that they worked together um they were pretty much going head to head on everything while Jonathan is a very um cut to the chase and business-like person he always saw the business side of the bookshop while Gabrielle focused more on the feeling and the home aspect of the bookshop she was very determined to keep the bookshop running not just for herself but because of how the bookshop itself is very I'm not sure how to say it. it's like it's a home outside of a home in the neighborhood and it's been very popular but when the new chain store um, books books like bookshop came in it was very difficult to keep the independently owned books books bookshop running and I think we see that a lot in real life too how a lot of these new chain stores are taking over and there are lot of independently owned bookstores are running so a little psa maybe go check out your locally o- independent owned bookstore and help them out um so in the book the owners of the bookstore sat down gabrielle and jonathan and told him that if things didn't get better by the time they had to s- um, close for the holidays then either the bookshop is going to have to sell or one of the two is going to have to get fired because they wouldn't be able to continue paying both of them. And so rather than getting together and working together to help finish um, or help fix the bookstore, they actually decided to compete against one another and see who would be able to get more sales and Gabrielle was very sure about the fact that Jonathan just hated her and like just wanted the job for himself so she was actually the one who um, sparked up this deal or this competition and so rather than um, you know try to figure out different ways to work together or you know like think of multiple different ways that was her first thought like oh we need to compete against one another because only one of us can make it through and as she's autistic it's understandable in a sense for her to have thought that because in the past year she was given no notion that Jonathan wouldn't want to do that and wouldn't want to compete or have a Or be like the last person standing in the bookshop. Even though technically she has worked there longer. Um, But those technicalities don't really matter in the face of businesses. And she understood that. So that was the only way she could think of to both save the bookshop. And try to maintain her own um, standing within it. Um, The further you get in the book, the more you start to notice how like the two characters actually start to like each other and instead of like continuously fighting they're like starting to get a little um how do I say into each other (laughs) like they just um start to hit it off a little bit and they start talking more spending more time together rather than just doing their own thing, like, apart from each other, because that's pretty much how the first year they worked together was. They both did their own thing without actually getting to know each other, and it created a hostile environment for them. Um, But when it got closer to the end of the book, and they realized that they liked each other, um, we find out that Jonathan throughout the whole like the entire time rather than truly um, viewing the competition with Gabrielle as a competition he was working behind the scenes to get an online store for Bailey's bookshop going up and running so that it'll help with the store's sales as well and he did this because even though he didn't know that Gabrielle was autistic he like observed her for the entire year they were together and was able to figure out like her little ticks and like anything like all these little details about her and knew that she wouldn't be necessarily happy with the idea of having an online store because she loved that authenticity of being able to walk into a bookstop bookstore and be able to get your hands on an actual book and have that atmosphere surrounding you. And so he was hesitant to let her know about what he was doing behind the scenes, but all his help and all his work actually did end up saving the bookstore, as well as their competition. Like, that definitely helped as well. Their sales um, skyrocketed with everything that they did for the store, and they were able to both maintain their jobs and keep it going. Um, And at the end of the... story of course it was a happy ever after and in the end they were able to keep the store for seven years and maintain it throughout that entire time together and eventually they became the owners of the store itself allowing the past owners to be uh, to retire and get to live their lives while Jonathan and Gabrielle get to have the th- the store that brought them together and um, allowed them to learn more about themselves and each other and it's a very heartwarming just a sweet little short novel um, that I read f- in time for the holidays and I think it's worth reading for everybody I know Christmas is over now but you know there's always next year or the year after like the the great thing about books is that they don't go anywhere once they're published they're always there and you can always fall back to them even if it's not the holiday season you can read them anytime at any moment
0: thanks for listening to this episode of entertainment rebooted be sure to listen to us most saturdays at 1 on 88.1 and check out our podcast entertainment rebooted on spotify podcast Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible, Podcast Addict, Deeper, Player FM, The Podcast Index, Podchaser, and Listen Notes. See you next time.